Hi everyone, welcome to today's prophetically driven message and words of wisdom for whoever it may apply. For someone, Father God wants you to know things are going to work out in your favor. Though it may seem, feel, or look like it's not going to work out in your favor, Father God is behind the scenes working for you. This is not something I'm assuming, this is something I'm letting you know he wants you to know and have faith and believe that he is moving on your behalf if you lack the faith ask father god to ignite the consuming fiery zeal and desire for you to seek his word seek him and to bring people to you who can help you on your spiritual journey as far as learning who Father God is and of his ways. So you can come in alignment with him and how it looks for you in your life and not based off of how it looks for someone else's life. Um, remembering to celebrate others when it's their season to be celebrated. Even if you have gone through many seasons of not being celebrated or even being discouraged, whether it was on purpose or because of some action that you did of your own accord, because you got to take a responsibility and accountability for your own actions, even if you are provoked. You have to remember to celebrate others. You have to remember to be happy about others when they are being blessed. And not so much as because you're going to. Because if you don't celebrate another, you won't be celebrated. Not necessarily because of that, because sometimes in life people would just choose not to celebrate you because it's you and they really didn't want you to win and they were really banking on you being the one not winning because you winning makes them out to be a liar concerning things that they spoke against you things they said about you things they paid to have done to you you understand what i'm saying this is why you don't quit you keep striving for if you need to take a break take a break but move accordingly to how god is telling you to not necessarily how man is telling you to but also depending on you keeping in consideration who you work for what you do your work in general um but when you need to take a break you take a break because you don't want to overwork yourself overstress yourself or allow unnecessary burdens that's not of your own. You want to become aware if you're holding on to someone else, if you have picked up and holding on to someone else's burdens. Because God ain't expecting for us to hold everybody's burdens and fight everybody's war. Because if they're not going to put in that same effort to fight their own battles, you're going to allow yourself to be a crutch and an idol to them. And whatever way they come into you for that 
whatever fulfillment they're not coming to God, that can get you in trouble with Father God if you become blinded to the fact you're allowing yourself to be someone's crutch or even idol or burden holder. You're not no one's burden holder. Even if you're in the type of field or work that you help people deal with their burdens and stress and whatever may be they may be dealing with mentally or spiritually, you're not to pick up and hold on to their burdens. Everybody has a Father God that they can go to. He said, lay your burdens at my feet. So it's Father God's feet that they're going to lay their burdens at. It's got Father God's feet where you're going to lay your burdens at. And actually leave it there so he can tend to it and remove it. Sometimes we holding on to the burdens of life or the past or whatever, hurt or whatever, persecution or thing that you may have went through. Whether it was drawn out or short-lived, just the memory of it. Sometimes it's uh, traumatizing. You want to be able to let that trauma go too. That's a burden on you. But you have to identify it. You have to become aware that it's within you. Understanding that. That's the only way you're going to heal. Properly. And be of benefit to others. In helping. If you're on a in a type of field. Where you help people heal. You can't really help others heal. If you're not healing yourself. If you're so busy just watching somebody else's story of how they healing but you ain't working on your healing you just so busy moderating and monitoring and causing confusion and chaos and drama and figuring out how you could take this over here and twist it or make it be this type of narrative to be against them and all of that you're not working on your own things within you're helping make someone else's journey harder or their spiritual life harder than what it even has to be and you could be using that same energy to work on what's within you that even drives you to do that a lot of times people are not looking for you to show them sympathy in a matter of you feeling sad for them sometimes it's just people wanting to know that you can understand what they're going through and move accordingly and not disrespectfully, not trying to shame them because that's what they're dealing with or where they're at in life. Understand, what you do will come back upon you. So if you find yourself shaming somebody, mocking somebody, gossiping, starting drama, hurting people, harming people, taking from people, it's all going to come back to you. It doesn't matter your name, your rank, your status, the power, your none, none. It don't matter. None of that saves you from reaping what you sow. And I can guarantee you, Father God is not sending you to hurt and harm people, tear people down, make up narratives so you can take something that was supposed to go to them or remove them from a position that's due to them. God ain't telling you to do none of that. He ain't telling you to do none of that. Father God will send you as his messenger to execute or speak, prophesy, give message, whatever concerning a judgment that he shows you is coming. Give you words of wisdom concerning things that he allow your eyes to see that's going on with multitudes or masses of people. But when it comes to... You just 
initiating upon yourself to go hurt and harm somebody, God ain't going to tell you to do that. Understanding that in messages of judgment, there's going to be a good aspect and there's going to be a bad aspect. That's going to be depending on where you fall at, and that is not the messenger's fault. If you're not repenting, if you're not building a relationship with Father God, if you're not in doing your part to let your family know that that's what they're supposed to do, let your friends know that that's what they're supposed to do, direct them in a way that is going to lead them to God and not from God, understanding the same thing that you have a disdain for the Bible concerning the Bible or even messengers or teachers or ministers or whatever their title may be. That disdain that you have can cause somebody to leave God. That disdain that you have can cause somebody to not pick up the Bible and according to them and their spirituality and the bloodline that they are born to, that's the meaning of life and death and their soul is actually on the line. Understanding when you make decisions to leave um, a belief or whatever it is, it is not your right to make everybody have that same view that you have. It's okay for you to give teachings and bring awareness of, you know, what your perception is and why you may feel in these certain ways. But for you to try to deter people from believing in God or even the Bible based off of, oh, because this person taught it like this and then I got this result. You put your trust in that person's teaching and also probably idolize that person. And you never got the understanding and awareness of the who of Holy Spirit and Father God according to you and him and not according to your preachers or your pastors or the leader or whoever it is that you may have learned it from because God is going to teach everybody accordingly to their understanding but people is going to teach it according to their perspective Some is going to teach you according to their perspective and the, the what is it called, the experience of them going through it and how God may have pulled them out of it. Or did they go all the way in and never came out? Because God will pursue you. If, you. if you truly God's child and you get led astray or you even backslid, you backslid or you leave. He is going to pursue you because you are his. You have to understand the detriment of you are God's child. He will go, he going to pursue you. If you go choose to go serve the kingdom of darkness, Father God will pursue you. And that will look something like everybody is turned against you. But you won't realize that God is allowing that. And he, it's his will for that to be because you in the environment that he wants you to leave from. You understand what I'm trying to say, but also understanding envious, jealous, wicked, treacherous people will cast illusions and spells and do evil practices to cause that to be your reality. And that's where you have to have that relationship with Father God to know what's going on. So so his Holy Spirit can impart to you what is really going on. Is it Father God telling you, um, pursuing you? And you ain't realize you was running from him because you was pursuing a vain thing like money, fame, whatever it is. Understand, your stability is a part of your life. Money is gonna already gonna be there. He, you need that drive to be ambitious concerning your stability and you earning a living, right? But there's a not you ain't supposed to be vain hearted about it. You're not supposed to be boasting about it. If you're gonna boast in anything, anybody, you boast about God. 
boasting the things that he done for you. Boasting how he show up for you. When everybody else was turning their back on you, everybody else was being suspicious of you. Even people know who they know you was becoming suspicious of you. But God was on your side the whole time. That's who you boast in. Oh, you got blessed with a million dollar deal or $200,000 deal, whatever it is. Offer a job opportunity. You did the audition and you got the job. Boasting how God opened that door and paved the way for you in order to instill in you them gifts, talents, and anointing and abilities for you to go do what you did. Understanding you did your work, not saying like you ain't put a part in it. Of course you did. But God played a huge role in that. Understanding that you giving God back his glory, but understanding that you also put in the work because you did what it is you have faith and belief in God and the fact and ability that you can do it. You put in the work and the practice and the time into your gift and your talent. And you let Father God lead your steps. Because faith without works is nothing. So, you got your faith in God. You know he going to open them doors for you. He going to do what he say he going to do. But you, you, even though you got faith in him, you're still supposed to do what you're supposed to do. You got to practice. You got to do whatever it, it do, takes for whatever arena that you trying to go get the opportunity in. That's added to your faith. Because you show God, you, you know you got this gift. You know how many people got a gift but they don't do nothing with it? It just, it just lay dormant. It don't do nothing. They don't, it don't do nothing. But the fact that you tended to yours, whether you're getting money for it or not, however you tend to it and you allowing it to work for you and God, that's the main goal. Not to necessarily benefit off of it. Your gift gonna make room for you. That's already in the it's already a part of it. It's already a part of it. You don't even gotta boast in that aspect of it. It's gonna come to you if it's due to you. You just gotta put in effort. And either promote yourself or align yourself with people who gonna help you promote whatever your business may be. But understand it's not going to look the same for everybody. Everybody don't get the same portion of breakthrough, blessing, favor, birthright inheritance, spotlight recognition, growth, progress, all of that. It don't look the same for everybody. Some people more is more abundant and prosperous and wealthy on the spiritual aspect. And some are more wealthy and abundant more on a materialistic aspect. Neither one is better than the other. They're supposed to come together as a piece to the puzzle to make something big happen. To give God back his glory. But you're going to benefit a blessing in the harvest because you allow God to bring it together. Versus, it just came, y'all just came together just on the money pursuit. They ain't hearted and God ain't know what in it. You're going to reap a reward. 
you might even get more money or success or spotlight recognition, but then you giving up something because God ain't bringing that together. It was treachery. It was betrayal. It was greed. It was having to be better than or conquer or overthrow someone else. None of that should be in the mix when you bring your piece of the puzzle to somebody else's piece of the puzzle to produce an outcome that gives God back his glory. Because no matter what gift, talent, anointing, and ability, you want to give God back his glory for allowing it to you. And ask him to teach you how to steward it well so he don't got to chastise you according to the gifts that you have been allowed it because you're not doing right by him. Or you just think that he granted you all this power. He granted you this magnificent influence. This great mighty influence. And you just doing everything wrong with it. And not understanding there's consequences. Because remember just because you got something. Or you got the ability to do something. Or you can do something. How you do it is going to play a role. And how you reap consequences too. And God will let you go through a whole, go to a whole, but season to season to season of seeing just all the good, all the good, the good, 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 good. And if you're not getting the right, around the right people who can bring you back to a righteous mentality and reality that what you do going to affect you when you get older. And then you still have to reap what you sow. God ain't never said, oh, you're going to reap what you sow, you do something today and it's going to happen tomorrow. It will build up on you. Because once you've been given over the retrobate mind, God gonna always be sending people to warn you and tell you and 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 even mirror back to you certain things about yourself that you might not want to come to terms with. When you keep ignoring all of that, all of that, all of that, he just keep on that. You go down further because he he pursuing you. He don't want you to get retrobate mind. He pursuing you. He's sending people in to tell you this about yourself. Show you that certain random things come on and make you have a be convicted about stuff that you did in your past or currently doing. And if you keep it, it keep ignoring it, never repenting, never trying to change. Never one two because of you. Because you want that you want to be right with God. Don't never let yourself change only because you wanted this man to think that you was a good woman. Or you wanted this woman to think you was a good man. Because those are steps to making yourself idolize men and women and exalt them over God in your heart. And that's not that's like one of the worst things you could do because at the end of the day when you get in spiritual trouble or you get in trouble where only God can come save you out of and your hand has been you ain't got no no power in the situation. You're surrounded. You can't exalt yourself just to be your only guy. I mean, you could do whatever you want to do because everybody got their own will. You understand what I'm trying to say? But you got to give God room to come be your salvation, to come be your savior, to be your redeemer, to be the redemption that you need, to help you get that victory that you need. Oh, also... In my opinion, God is not here to help you fail. God is here to help you 
obtained victory for it is written that victory was already is already won concerning you. He ain't coming to help you fail. He will be your shoulder to cry on in those times. He'll be your comfort in those times. He'll be your shield and your buckler in those times and out of those times. But God ain't helping you fail. If you failed in a certain lesson in life, it's not even necessarily failing. It's you learning the lesson. And you either got every, the wisdom that you needed to obtain and was able to see it, or you were spiritually blinded and you're just going to have to repeat that lesson in a different scenario concerning your life in times to come. However many times you allow yourself to fall or fail to that temptation or mindset or act of evil or corruption or whatever it is. But God he be your comfort, but he ain't he ain't coming to help you fail. Saying gonna saying to help you fail. But God ain't really helping you fail. He trying to help you get to the victory of salvation. He wants you to relinquish those burdens, to conquer that um generational curse or to conquer whatever barrier or, or stronghold or roadblock that may be in your way. He ain't trying to help you fail. He's trying to help you get the victory over it. But the enemy, yourself could be your enemy. You could have spiritual enemies, you know, demonic entities, demons, principalities, Satan himself. Or the people you involve yourself with that has those things attached to them that you could be unaware of. And people can help you fail by always being a yes man or yes woman for you when they know that the route that you're going in is going to have some form of effect on you. But they keep cheering you on in it. And then discrediting the, discrediting the right way that you should go or pointing out all the negatives about the right way. That you should be going. Oh, why you shouldn't go down that road? Nah, don't read that. Don't read that Bible now nah, because this and this and this. But here, read this book of spells, burn this candle, and put all your intentions and faith concerning these tools, and never an actual God and the Word that is the starting point for you to get to the Holy Spirit. Stop letting people talk you out of the starting point that gets you to the actual connection to the Holy Spirit. You can have connections to many different entities who will portray themselves as the Holy Spirit and, when, and not actually be the Holy Spirit. And you could build yourself in that relationship with that spirit for 20, 50, 80 years thinking that it was the Holy Spirit the whole time and it wasn't. So you got to be careful. Don't walk away from your faith and belief in God because somebody else was giving you all the, the negatives based off of their relationship and why it failed for them. But they never tell you about the stuff they wouldn't give up, the stuff that they wouldn't turn away from, the reasons why they couldn't get certain mental blocks off of their mind concerning the understanding of God, His Word, and the Holy Spirit being attached to it to be able to give you certain revelation. Because all of the scriptures, all of the books was re-already re made by man. So it was already 
tempered with no matter which one you choose to pick up. Because man, woman, has a thing where they need glory to come to them. They need their name to be on it. They need their touch and perspective to be what it is. So they need to teach you their way. And if you ain't doing it their way, it's wrong. Or that's not the way to go. Because you ain't believing in and doing it how they want you to do it. But your your relationship with God ain't got nothing to do with an outsider. Not your mom, not your child, not your husband, not your friends. Not the pastor, not the prophet, not the reader. It's you and God. Because people will tell you certain things, but they will run to that Bible in private time when they ain't never would they round you and never tell you they went back to that Bible. But they'll tell you, don't you don't read that Bible, though, this and this and this about the Holy Bible and blah, 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 blah. But the first key you need to understand when it comes to that Holy Bible, you need the Holy Spirit to guide you through it. Because he says he talks in parables. And if you ain't got the Holy Spirit opening your eyes and giving you wisdom and revelation concerning what that parable is actually meaning, you could think it means this, but that's not what he's talking about. And in that season of your life, it was referring to this. But it's a new season of your life now, and it's not referring to that same thing that it referred to in that last season. It's actually speaking about something else different in your life that you need to change or work on or, or focus on. But that's why you're actually supposed to be growing spiritually and not just intangible material things. Because your, that's where your wisdom, your knowledge, and your power is going to stem from. How are you going to allow your mind to grow and become more spiritually true and wise? No, but people focus so much on the worldly aspects of just being presented to be wealthy. Just be rich. That's all you need. You don't need to be spiritually smart. So, knowing that when you, with more money, there comes more problems, no matter who your ass is. You need to, you, if you're going to be, if you got a plan to be wealthy and rich, you need to have a plan to be spiritually fit and strong within your mind, within your heart, energy, and everything concerning you. Because you breaking through certain barriers that you don't even know your bloodline Somebody had put restraints and arrest on that part, and you broke through it. And you don't know that a certain warfare is being waged against you in the spirit realm because God shielding and holding you off, and you so busy trying to get away from Him to chase so many vain things, getting away from a certain righteous standard that was, was instilled within you or you know of, you just get away from it. And just pursue a whole bunch of things that you know are not necessarily good for your soul. 
But your soul is what's going to get you through the hard times. When God allow you to see the warfare that's being waged against you in the spiritual realm. Sometimes you don't know that the devil fighting you that hard because God shielded you. It's only when God allow you, or I'm, I'm going to take my hand off of, off of him or off of her for a little bit so he can see what I'm really saving him from. She can see what I'm really saving her from. I'm going to just let her see a little bit. I'm going I'm to let him know I'm here for him still. I'm still here. I ain't going to leave you. Then you get shot, you get shot, and you go run back to your father like you're supposed to. Don't ever let nobody shame you because you called out to God for help. What are you supposed to do? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to cry out to God. You're supposed to go pick up the Bible. Even if you said out your mouth, I don't believe in the Bible because I see all these people who profess the Bible being hypocrites and da 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 Let that just be the frustration of what you have seen. But don't hold that in your heart the way it makes you run away from the Bible and give up on that Holy Spirit, on that word. Because that's what's going to fight for you. And you professing it. And you you speaking back to God what you know he wrote to be true. And you telling God when you got to cry sometimes. Father God, you got this written right here that you will show up for me. However you it come to your remembrance that you remember him saying he'll show up for you when you're in hard time and you crying. When you confess back to him, tell him back the words that he spoke to you. You are showing him like you acknowledge him. that You held on to that in your heart and in your mind. It's embedded in your soul. He's going to move for you. It will make him not move for you. Sometimes he be moving for you. You just ain't realizing that he moved for you because it's not in the way that you wanted him to move for you. But sometimes he's not moving for you because you kept watching other aspects of things versus him. You got used to how to how the candle work for you, so you you stop just praying, not knowing that your prayers got just as much power as you burn the candle. And you talking down on nobody who burn candles. This is the realness of the situation at hand. Your prayers are more powerful than any candle that you can burn. You just put more attention into that candle. You burning that candle versus your own actual prayers. It's given to you freely. You gotta go spend the money in in the candle for the candle. You you just pray freely, like you just got that freely from God, and it actually produces something. You just gotta build it up, work your your spiritual muscles by you practicing, practicing on how praying. Everything you see wrong concerning your bloodline from the past to the present that that give you disdain that make you mad. You pray about it. You pray against the spirit behind it. You grow spiritually in your anointing, in your power, by utilizing the gifts that was given to you freely before you even realize any other aspect of you having any other gift. It starts with your prayers and your salvation. That don't mean go, you have to be just so perfect. Salvation is a thing, is a is a part of your journey. Your walk is gonna get better as you as you grow in it. You're gonna mess up a whole bunch of times. And anybody putting on like they don't, they never messed up. Them the ones I be weary with. You act like you don't got no warfare, like you ain't never getting warfare. You get warfare just because you, you is doing good for God. Just because you want to do God work with like actual strong intentions. You will get the enemy to fight you just because of that. So if you ain't getting no warfare, I don't know who you serving for real.
everybody go through warfare. It don't mean that, oh, the, win, you, the enemy won and they got you or they did a witchcraft spell and they got you. Everything in witchcraft. And even if it is, it don't mean they won. If they was to hit you or attack you. You know, and, they, and some people in their head, that's how they like to exalt you, but that's not even the truth of the matter. Because if you had a breach in your head of protection, that's just God letting you know. It, it only hits you because you ain't prayed in that area like you should have, or you ain't cover it, or because you indulging in that sin, and I'm telling you to come out of it, that's your consequence. Sometimes, sometimes you give witchcraft and all that too much power that it don't even deserve. Because you at your righteous state, going power, you at your righteous state, your anointing that's already within you, your salvation, the uprightness of heart, is already more powerful than whatever evil wickedness is thrown at you. You being aware of it only helps you more. But God going to protect you regardless. As long as you doing your best to stay in his will. Things, even when, even when you, you got it almost down packing you in his will, things are still going to happen. It's not always going to be easy breezy. Just get, you know what I mean? Like, it, and it look different for different people. Something that you may consider small happening. Like if you like, if that was happening to me, that ain't no big deal. I get over that fast. But for somebody else, that little thing that you consider little, like, oh, Joey said, um, that they didn't appreciate the work that I did because blah, 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 blah. Well, you could be like, man, whatever, forget Joey. He don't know, he ain't know, he ain't know my struggle, he ain't know what I put into my effort concerning whatever this work was, right? But for Samantha, if Joey said that to Samantha, it would be the whole end of the world for her. Like, she would really feel like, oh my God, I can't believe Joey thinks this, if Joey thinks this, then that means everyone thinks this, and I, I just can't have everyone thinking this about me, you know? I have to fix it. No, you don't got to fix it. Let Joey think what Joey want to think. If you need to speak up for yourself, though. Because somebody trying to twist your words and make you be who you not. Speak up for yourself. But at the end of the day, it's not because you need everybody to think this specific way about you. Because if you even get that mentality and start moving like that, people going to start just treat thinking how they want to think about you anyways. And it's going to do something to you. But really, it's a burden that you ain't even really got to pick up. Just give it to God. He'll, he'll fix it. Because, well... Men are women, men and women are manipulated to be turned against an individual. God be the one to bring the clarity in the situation and touch the hearts of the people and give them the the revelation or the ability to have sympathy for the situation or view their self to, if it was you, how would you feel type of scenarios. It's God that got to come in and do all of that anyways. Because some people only don't like other people due to... Them, them falling to the manipulation and deceit of someone else's lie or actual spell work or trickery. And it's something that they allow themselves to be given over to. Because still at some point, when somebody is trying to cast a spell and be with you, there's red flags that come up to you unless you're already too spiritually blinded and vain hearted. And not aware 
of yourself, spiritually and physically. But it's red flags that come before you are actually bewitched. You just got to be aware of things to be looking for or to feel and perceive. But first and foremost, when somebody is trying to mess with you, confusion not is, is a part of it. So confusion is going to be popping up around your environment. Confusion and then people who want to come get you to be on their side of the narrative. Which knowing that's when when God say be set apart in those situations, you just be set apart. You hear them out, but you don't have to necessarily choose a side of, okay, I'm going to choose your side of the narrative. I'm going to choose your side of the narrative. No, choose the narrative of God and you keep God's standard in the situation and be able to hear it both sides, but stand for the truth. Because either one of them can can be trying to be with you or deceive you or get them, you to just be on their side of the narrative, which is going to put you at some odds regardless. But if you just keep yourself set apart, it's not your plight, it's not your fight. Even though it's going to look different for different people and scenarios. But just because Jessica and Suzanne stopped being friends don't mean you got to stop being Suzanne friend just because Jessica mad at her. Because you want to know what can happen in that situation when you just go to choose and willy-nilly when you, when you got your own brain. You can set a standard. Look, both of y'all my friend. Well, I was cool with both of y'all. And I, I knew Suzanne longer than I knew Jessica. And you know what I mean? But I love both of y'all at the same amount. But um, I don't got to stop liking Suzanne just because you fell out with her, Jessica. Because you got your own mind. You an adult. And you can let Suzanne look, Suzanne. I know you and Jessica fell out. But that doesn't give you a right to just vent to me about Jessica because you don't like her because you see me with her. Cause then you say your boundaries and you let her know. Look, nah, y'all don't already fell out. You ain't, you ain't dragging me into y'all fall out. And then it will be set and done. Now Suzanne choose to keep wanting to talk about Jessica around you. Then Suzanne must don't want to be your friend because you already confessed how you even feel about it, and you did the same with Jessica too. Look, Jessica. I know you I know you don't like Suzanne because you heard she was talking about you and you found out it was true. But I don't want you to keep talking to me about Suzanne. Because I still got to deal with Suzanne because I work with Suzanne too. And I ain't finna just be, I got to come feel awkward because if we come meet in the break room one day and I'm already talking to Jessica and then Suzanne walk in, but I'm, I'm her friend and I knew her first. Now I got to feel awkward when she go walk over there in the corner looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't with none of that. Um, I ain't with none of that. I want to be able to be free. Hey Suzanne, when you walk in, you know what I'm saying. I can talk to you in a minute when I get done talking to Jessica. Cause you can set your own standard and boundaries. Don't let you don't have to let somebody pull you into their confusion. Cause what happens if you just still have my okay? I'ma just choose Suzanne's side. Just just in there, just saying the names. I'ma choose Suzanne's side, and then. Just so happen you choose Suzanne's side, and then something happened between you and Suzanne. Or you offend Suzanne, and you ain't even know you offended her. 
or she just didn't like you anyways, like you thought she liked you, and she go acting funny on you, but you done, you done chose her side over Jessica's side. Thinking that y'all have more, more friendship qualities, a connection, or whatever, a bond. And she mess around trade on you and talk about you. And you go to her looking like, dang, man. Man, I took her side over Jessica's side. Jessica was cool. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. When you don't necessarily got to choose. Don't allow yourself to follow certain mentalities that only keep you restricted or only gives you a my way or the highway type of outcome because it's your life it's that's how it's supposed to be concerning you not you just gotta be your will because that's how somebody else feel concerning you being a part of their group or being friends with them so forget how you feel Understand that it just depends on how the scenario is set up because everybody's going to be different. But you are your own person. Now, it's understandable if you decide to stop being Suzanne friend because she actually did something treacherous. And it's not based off of, oh, you just chose based off of a friendship quality or bond, it was the treacherousness of the betrayal or the act or the deed that was done. And were you like, well, I don't want to mess with Suzanne because she treacherous. And that's what she showed me in that act. And that's different. You getting what I'm trying to say? I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody going through this or will go through this, but don't pick up nobody else's burden that is not due to you. Really think about the situation before you just be like, well, I'm going to choose this person's side because blah, 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 blah. Don't be choosing the wrong side <laughs> based off of, oh, this is my favorite person or we're really close or blah, blah, blah. Because you got to also remember wrong is wrong and right is right. Don't condone nobody in treachery. Be able to speak up about it. If you really care about them and everything, and let them know, like, you know, that's not really acceptable, you know, da 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 da, however you say that, have it look for you when you speak concerning those topics. But don't let nobody, because people can be manipulatives in those type of situations. And you don't know that you will be conforming to a Jezebel spirit in that type of situation. Be able to ha be able to stand for your own if you got to stand for your own. Because you will be surprised how certain entities get you to come in agreement with them. Like controlling spirits and stuff like that. Because you won't realize that your friend could have that type of spirit attached to them. But you won't see it for that aspect. You only see them getting in drama with somebody and... They do anything to come out the winner in the drama or the situation or the better person in the situation when. No, if you was wrong, you was wrong. If you was right, you was right. If you was the one who was the victim in the situation, that's just what it is. You can't be the one who is 
pursuing somebody, hacking in their phone, monitoring them, going to readers, diviners, and witches concerning them, and and paying them to actually hurt and harm the individual. And then when the person speaks out about it, you didn't want people to sympathize with you and you telling them that this person was was messing with you or messing with your man or doing something to you and this person never even knew you until you crossed their path and they seen you, they noticed you, they acknowledged you, but they didn't know that you was a stalker. They didn't know that you was pursuing them and trying to hurt them or trying to tear them down or overthrow them from something that they didn't even know they had or they didn't know that was coming to them. But because you're getting exposed, you want to then play the victim role and figure out, you know, how can you make them be the bad person? Y'all stop being like sheep being led to the slaughter and just moving and allowing yourself to be programmed by certain people narrative just because you like them or because you can get something from them. If they come and show you some love on your channel, you got a whole bunch of views. So you feel like, well, they got something to offer me. So I'm going to just choose their side. You better stop doing that. Oh, they came and sold into me, so you know, nah, I really believe that they ain't that type of person. Don't move like that. Because the person can come sowing into you just for you to be on their side. Just so you can feel like they was a good person, nice person, because they came and gave into you. Or they helped your channel grow. Or they did something for you. And it was just a manipulative tactic to keep you bewitched. To have a control over you spiritually. To have an open door to manipulate you spiritually. And you unawares. Because they don't even present themselves in a manner that they would even do that. Evil can show up to you in many different forms that don't look nothing evil. Okay? Keep that in mind. Be be mindful of everybody's money that you are taking. You have to be mindful of everybody's money that you are taking. You got to be praying over every seed that is sown into you. Everybody you align yourself with, you need to be praying to God every single day to make sure you're supposed to be aligned with them. Because sometimes you ever been subscribed to somebody, sometimes, like I don't know man, I really be feeling other people's warfare. Like, I know I be having my own warfare, but sometimes because I be connected to certain people who they be having their warfare, but you know, everybody don't speak on certain warfare that they be going through. They just ride it out or they just go through it, you feel me? Or they don't even know that they're going through it. It's just because you got a certain gift. You can feel other and see other people's warfare. And they be unawares to it. Like you could see somebody who trying to have them a part of a collective. Bewitching of people. Where they just got a whole bunch of people following a certain narrative. But they don't realize that they all is being puppeted or manipulated or programmed to fall into a certain speak concerning a certain narrative to go against a certain person they won't even realize that it's happening God just got to give you eyes to see or you just got to bend and pray and God break some veil of deception off of you and you come into awareness that you was participating or you was thinking in this certain manner or reacting in a certain manner, whether it was in public, on the screen, or behind the scene in your private time. Be able to be tell the truth to yourself at least. 
If you lie to yourself, you lie to anybody. And if you lie to yourself, you already is at a level of spiritual blindness. Because if you lie to yourself, you will listen to a liar who want to come and deceive you. Because you you already be you already used to deceiving yourself, allowing yourself to be deceived in order to partake in whatever temptation is at hand. So be aware. Are you moving like that? Um. Keep God first, chosen ones. Stay focused on your life goals and not somebody else's success. Focus on what you want to achieve and not what somebody else is achieving. Because you can cut yourself short by you even doing that. Do you get the focus on trying to take something or, or obtain something that you don't have the mental for, you don't got the protection for, but you assume you got the protection for because you got people around you or you do certain practices and you not realizing that concerning that mental, you're not even supposed to be touching it. It's not even allowed it to you. Just because you unaware of your um spiritual boundaries, just because you're not aware that you're crossing certain spiritual boundaries that you shouldn't be, don't mean that whatever spirits that you may work with or call upon, if you believe in Jesus, they don't mean he going to go across that spiritual boundary with you. That don't mean whatever entities or spirits that you may normally deal with is going to go across that spiritual boundary with you. In order, I mean, as far as protecting you. And I'm saying that in that manner because, you know, everybody don't call on Jesus. Some people do other practices and stuff. But just because you in lack of knowledge to spiritual laws and boundaries, that don't mean that. What's on the spiritual realm is in gonna be in lack of knowledge. And then you'll be thinking that somebody doing witchcraft on you and no, you're getting chastised by God or whatever spirits that you conjure for protection is turned against you and they waging war on you because you broke spiritual laws with them and you crossing spiritual boundaries. Spiritual if you ain't gonna learn about spiritual laws and stuff, like you, it's a part of you actually having to learn it. I ain't, I have not read like a spiritual law book or nothing like that. The stuff that I have learned so far is really based off of revelation and wisdom of the Holy Spirit, plus the Bible, and then I don't know, like it's just God just gotta teach you. But God, He teach everybody different. It's are you gonna be receptive to? You receiving the wisdom, but you gotta be careful about like what books and stuff that you're going to purchase because, or even what teachings and doctrines you allow yourself to learn about because you don't want to end up following something because you find it to work and be something that like you don't want to be not found found i don't know follow a doctrine and then get seduced by it and then because it works for you you think that this is what you should have been doing all this time and now you 
it's becoming a false enlightenment to where you know you should leave Jesus you should not follow the ways of Jesus no more because this is how a lot of people fall away from salvation of who Jesus is and who Father God actually is but to them it's they don't see that you understand what I'm trying to say and this ain't me to down talk nobody's belief or nothing. It's just the truth. You don't have to accept it. Not here to make you come follow Jesus. You either gonna listen and feel like that's what's meant for you to do and God tugging at your heart concerning it or he ain't. But don't ever give up on Jesus just because you found something that you can get quicker results with. Because that would be the very thing that is ensnaring your soul to hell. And then when you do get the reality of what you was doing was is wrong... The stronghold thereof that's on latched on to you is that much harder for you to break away from it. Because you come in agreement with certain entities and deities and spirits that you don't necessarily know. It can have this name on it concerning this book that you're reading. But in the realm of the spirit, that ain't even really that entity's name. But it answer to it because that person who made that book knew their intentions was and their actions of what they was doing rituals or dedications and offerings to was for that specific entity. So you picking up on it, but you don't know that it's really not the entity that's being presented to you that you dabbing it with. I pray that makes sense. You got to be careful about certain books and what you offering to and all of that type of stuff. Don't just be going into stuff because you're curious. Because it's not just you that you bringing into that. It's going to be everybody who attached to you. Your children, your family, everybody. It's okay to confess and let God know, like, you don't know why he don't answer you when you call him. You don't know, like, you know it's okay for you to just talk to God, like, just be straight up honest. Like, a lot of the problem come because people think that it's because they got to do it how Pastor such and such said they got to do it. They got It got to look like how Sister such and such is doing it and how she teaching it. And if it's not like that, then you just doing it wrong. Oh, you putting too much emphasis on what other people got going on and how they think and how they perceive. When again, I'm telling you, your relationship with God ain't got nothing to do with the outsider. Even though he may lead that person to been up and still certain revelation to you or teach you or whatever it is that their purpose is, but outside of whatever wisdom is being transferred, they ain't got nothing to do with your relationship with Father God. In the minute that they intervene and try to have a say. Or a power 
and authority over your relationship with Father God, they already messed up anyways. The moment somebody come interfering with your connection line to Father God, the moment somebody come interfering with your salvation outside of your own will to get you to believe they way over God, like all of that is crossing spiritual boundaries and breaking spiritual laws because you belong to Father God at the end of the day. So when sometimes some people fall, fall away from even their belief in Jesus or the Bible also because they didn't know that was the type of sport warfare that was being waged on them. So they, when they come to the Bible or when they come to things of Jesus, they only see the hypocrisy of people. They only see how these people didn't live by whatever standard that they was talking about. Or You understand what I'm trying to say? That sometimes that's the very snare that Satan wants you to keep magnifying so you can get away from what's going to actually save your soul. Not just give you protection. Because you ain't looking to just have protection. And to say, oh, my ancestors got me. No, you, you actually want the salvation and the covering and the protection. And the actual line to actual Father God, the God of all gods. You want the light of his glory to shine upon you, his son. Jesus. And his name is, he got many, it's not just Jesus. So don't just be trying to tell people, oh, those ain't Jesus because that's daily whitewashed, all that. No, that's your perspective. And stop trying to teach people away from Jesus. You're going to get punished for that. Especially when you never took the time to get to know him yourself. But you you got more, more gall about yourself to tell people to turn away from him. Or teach in a manner that disrespects what he even stands for. Because of how you let people tell you or show you. When he already told you the, the flesh is weak. And it's already written that really before God, there's none of us who's really righteous because he see all the things that we do. He know exactly what can be used to make you fall. Or it could just be anger. It don't have to be a lust or a seduction of something. It could just be provoking. It could just be you not getting your way. Everybody different. But just be mindful of that. And if you got away from him, God love you. You can you can call on him. He's gonna be there. Don't let nobody make you feel like, oh well, you know, I can't I can't call on Jesus because I said all this in the past. No, nah, I forget all that. Just admit your wrongs to God. That's the only way you owe something to him. Not man. Not woman. But until next time, I love you guys.